listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Boy, I bust raps like the boys bust gas. Shit, we the type of people that don't worry the axe or the hatchet. Every time we see your link, we snatch it. Ride around our hood talking that dumb shit. You cabbage, it's crack like Pumper's ass. It's so much grass. I've been in the game for a minute. Some of you suckers think y'all pass with your light skin. All right then, your little boy, why you fighting? Oh, why you frightened? The dungeon family gonna keep me a nigga, so keep writing. I gotta hit the source. I need my other half of mic because that's other player listed kind of like music was a classic. All right. College Park, he's pointing Decatur. They got my back. So we gonna keep on jamming and stabbing off in the track. Ah, I think it's time to bungee, but buddy, we will be back and I'm finna put some D's on the lack. Know that. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. Old school players and new school fools. Welcome back to, uh, Saturday edition feedback show um in the afternoon on a saturday uh got all kinds of stuff to talk about today uh we did get some five star reviews so we got a lot of them too uh sometimes a little bit of guilt goes a long way i clearly do don't it of course you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic leave us five star reviews on itunes and stitcher and we'll read them on the show as long as they're nice and they're five stars um the official weapon of the show is the taser unofficial sport it's bullet ball a bullet ball extreme we're also going to do stuff like read your emails the blackout tips at gmail.com we're going to read your comments on the website i uh, don't think we got any voicemails this week which is fine by me um we don't have that much time today anyway um so uh let's get right into it because um there are some people some of y'all who take the time out every week or every month uh to donate to the show and we like to to give you guys the honor and praise it's due yep i dedicate this song to depression depression and unemployment mm-hmm. this song's for you that's my baby mamas <laughs> b coleman recurring donator thank you very much b coleman <laughs> thank you uh we got a one uh recurring donation from Linwood. Linwood C, thank you. Hey baby. Noel W. Thank you very much for your donation. Hey, Harold W, recurring donator, of course. Hey. Everybody I say rec- recurring unless I say they ain't. Okay. Derek uh L W. Uh Kimberly M J recurring. Of course. Y'all. Everybody. Pamela A B. Mm-hmm. Hey Pamela. Uh to uh Aisha. Aisha Y. Mm-hmm. So nice um, to meet you. Hala Q H recurring. We got a one time donation from uh Asa who says, Thank you to Rod and Karen for being a constant light on my darkest days. You helped me get through my tough times more than you could ever know. Oh, oh thank you, baby. Thank you. We appreciate you. We do. Got a one time donation from Kurt O. Thank you very much, Kurt. See you, appreciate Kurt. you. Cynthia D recurring, of course. Um Hugh G uh who's a brand new recurring donator yeah i ain't heard that before ug gone over to the new members class Mm -hmm. you made it uh my brother rodney you know how you do kyle k come on through come on joy m Mm mm-hmm kind of fooling ain't it yeah it is autumn w Mm mm-hmm like that name damian jackson who i am for real celeste m recurring of course all these people recurring tyvon s uh design t alfonso m and i don't know black name yeah i don't know if we did alfonso before or not to be honest i don't don't remember that name 
um and we got a one-time donation right there in the middle of the show uh tony who says rod that outcast is amazing thank you hi miss karen hey baby yeah i was playing if you guys weren't here before uh, if you're not live in the chat i play music before we do the actual episode yeah. the show for like 30 minutes or sometimes longer when we take care of getting here and um <laughs> and uh I, today i played a lot of outcast so it's just a, it's just a title uh track uh, it's just a title playlist called the mighty outcast so if you guys want to get that playlist it's right down title mm-hmm. um all right let's do it can you just smile for me whatever you're in right now smile for me can you just smile for me and my people say oh 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 We got some five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. Woohoo! We got a lot of them. Let me go on through this. Yay! Lauren from Pittsburgh left one. Uh, says, I look forward to this podcast five days a week, six since I went premium. Thank you, Lauren. Woohoo! We appreciate you. Oh, we let do. me, uh, put my login information in so I can say that I appreciate these reviews. Oh, so you can say you like them. Mm-hmm. If I can remember my password to iTunes uh every once in a while itunes just be like uh start over nigga <laughs> log in again all right i think i got it let's see uh yep it worked cool um and now to wait for it to load there we go um jay jumpman says great show five stars leaving my five on the nightstand thank you Woo-hoo! you know people come through all the time just use us emotionally and then just walk out the room i mean come on now leave us five on the nightstand come on sizzling and worth every star five stars by sweet yams with a z <laughs> i like that name i listen to this podcast because rob and karen are so hot death emoji flames <laughs> <laughs> this is the first review i left for anyone so i guess this means that ron and karen are no longer the side chicks sorry npr i'll take you out on february 15th next year thank you <laughs> that's all we want a little respect that's, that's all it. we want respect on our name respect on our name we just want to be your brook valentine come on getting right with goddess uh dr kb brown says i have been listening to the blackout tips podcast for a couple of years now but i'm just getting around to reviewing it my bad karen if you are allergic to anti-blackness and like to remain well moisturized this is the podcast for you <laughs> rod and karen navigate the news stories that matter to black folks with humor and depth and as a palate cleanser they cover the kind of news that thrills a whole lot of white folks do yourself a favor <laughs> and subscribe to the show Corey b thank you Corey. thank you baby i've been shamed into putting five on the five stars by absolutely uh-huh. tidy you know what i'll take your shame uh, we will you know Sh- shame stop shame five stars spin just like the unshame we, we mm-hmm. don't we don't care shame 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 <laughs> yes it all spin the same in our tunes mm-hmm. exactly how did you propose time okay now listen okay i said gina you schemed you plotted and finally clank clank you trapped me i got on one knee i said yes gina I will marry you. Damn, are you happy now? <laughs> it was smooth, straight to the point. <clears throat> what do you think? Damn, I don't know how she turned that down. <laughs> that woman has no heart. 
that's what i'm saying we will take y'all five star reviews that are like are you happy damn we'll take them quit calling me out damn uh but thank you for your five star review yes uh absolutely tati says no no sir y'all i'm playing i'm late to find this podcast but i live for it y'all got me through my work week uh y'all get me through my work week stay dope y'all we shall thank you go dj no that's my dj Mm -hmm. says uh gotta stay in the loop five stars Ryder karen a great host and compliment each other well both are very candid with their opinions and funny not a weekend and week out listener but whenever there's a hot topic in the culture i look to hear their opinion oh thank you we don't we don't mind you dipping in and out we understand people got lives mm-hmm. it's fine man whatever yeah. reason you choose to listen not listen there's a lot of podcasts out there so much we might not be the podcast for somebody right but we appreciate the people that keep it positive keep it pushing mm-hmm. uh you know there's a lot of shows i listen to uh all the time i listen to a lot of podcasts me too uh and you know th- there's times where you're just like okay i don't listen to these guys for right now or whatever and that happens with us too but you know well i appreciate people checking in for whatever reason they can all right uh J Rock 777 says best podcast five stars i've been listening to the show for about a year now and it's quickly become my favorite podcast karen and her husband are amazing po- uh, hosts actually i mean sorry our amazing host able to make me laugh so hard i cry because also great they're also great uh but also great at covering more serious topics too that blend has made the show such a bright uh i guess spot for me while trying to deal with the life at the 45 got elected mm-hmm. the regular segments are all great and the lgbtq news theme music is lit even the acoustic covers during white people news also crack me up so hard never stop rod don't listen to the haters thank you j-rock <laughs> i love the show and highly recommend it rod and karen keep up the great work appreciate you for being honest thank you see michael jones says deserves more than five stars if we're being honest oh i deleted a review that i wrote for the show years ago so i could put five on it again i keep this review short <laughs> i love the show the end thank you thank you running 76 says got five on it ow five stars episode 1499 was nice listening to miss karen audibly shame me into a review consider the amount of time you guys put spend on this stuff the least i could do is give five by the way what's going on with our former rap stars walking around with concealed steak knives sound like dudes on drugs or homeless either way keep up your keep your hands to yourself cheers guys running 76 yeah i feel like that's the least he could have done just, mm-hmm. i feel like if you walk around with a steak knife in your jacket do you just looking for a reason to use it i don't know i mean not unless you don't never know when you're gonna have a real steak fight uh future phd says white people wine and crackers with cheese <laughs> uh five stars for the first 10 minutes of your y'all roasting lizzie banks and her lack of spielberg filmography the rest of the podcast is lit to one million thank you thank you uh top of my list by shop sports fan zero zero one who says i absolutely love this podcast informative funny intelligent thoughtful and passionate i can't say enough good things about this podcast i give it more stars if i could i appreciate that perspective and keeps me moving throughout the day and can't wait for the next episode thank you baby Mm-hmm. podcast for the ages says i am mr jones i've been listening to this amazing podcast for over a year now still can't get enough i go through withdrawals anytime i don't hear the voices of this incredible podcast duo sweet sweet speaking sweet comedic political and social commentary into my ears 
king rod first of his name is super witty with a superb sense of humor and not here for the bull job a queen karen alina is sweet hilarious and ready for ashy ninjas to just try <laughs> these two are life goals love it three hard emojis thank you oh, thank you uh oh oh nasty oh nasty uh says um uh awesome five stars Fifteen hundred plus strong five stars by Miss Me eighty two. It hurt my heart last week when I heard there were no iTunes reviews. Sad face. I can't put any change in the offering play, but I can leave my third review. Anywho, this podcast is everything. You, you'll laugh, you'll you might cry, but you definitely laugh so hard you'll cry. TBGWT is now my main news source when I can get everything. Where I can get everything for pop culture, fucking with black people, LGBTQ news, white people news, and sore ratchetness i'll sprinkle in with comedy black love puns and insightful commentary there's nothing else to want again tbgwt is everything they're 1500 podcast strong and i'll be tuning in for the next 1500 much success to rod and karen love you all and all your work thank you thank you baby appreciate you miss Mm -hmm. me too and the last one uh my number one podcast five stars by cool kalex i've listened to this podcast for years now and i've have to tip my hat to karen and rod you guys are truly talented and always professional not only are you dropping these fantastic podcasts on time every time you two also have great content for premium listeners on your site oh and i love that you are um uh and i love that you guys start dumb thrones with wednesdays with fucking with black people <laughs> yeah last thing to all the listeners if you love that podcast like i do then you need to hop on their site and become a premium member if you're not a member you're missing out some really great content anyway i want to thank karen and rod for delivering these great shows you guys are the best thank you you know speaking of the premium thing i've been kicking this idea around now but i, I might bring back uh medium talk uh interviewing people again mm-hmm. uh, it's been a while since i've done those mm-hmm. uh i used to do them all the time i wasn't um you got so busy with certain stuff but mm, scheduling you yeah. know i feel like i'm in a position where i could you know there's some interesting people i like to see if i could talk to them and find a way to get them to sit down with me so i don't think i'm gonna see what i can do about that guys yeah a lot of things and scheduling and timing and all that stuff yeah you know i know people like interview podcasts and stuff um and you know i i, I always talk about how much i dislike the interview culture that we have now where mm-hmm. so many people don't do any research no, but i think there's a questions yeah very generic questions 10 minute interviews because somebody's just promoting a book or a thing mm-hmm. um but i would like to talk to some people uh you know so i might bring that shit back so be on the lookout uh premium people premium people all right uh we also got some five star reviews on stitcher enos cole says five stars i have wronged both of you i'm so sorry that i'm overdue giving you two a review i'm sitting down to listen to 1498 and couldn't continue until i stopped to rectify the situation (laughs) i started listening to you two a few weeks ago after a shout out from the interracial joners shout out to drew and leslie we had dinner with them this week yeah we did yeah they was in town in charlotte and um uh justin his wife turk uh takia um i mean uh and then we us we all went out to uh france filling station oh that place is so good and had a great time man yes we did we shut the place down yeah i know that white man was like so when are these niggas leaving I, yeah we were all i think it was me and him cooks everybody had left them yeah <laughs> man it was a real fun time man and uh everybody was was cool and uh we had a good ass conversation about uh 
the candy lady and some some other black mm-hmm. shit but that candy lady conversation gonna stick with me forever because it was so true and i i think it's just certain things in black culture that just ties black people together it really don't matter where you from nope. uh now i don't know because uh they was like i think the kids from up north uh and they were both and leslie was like yeah the candy lady y'all had them too and was like yeah i was like yeah you know we had candy ladies down here and they're like yeah we had them up there too i'm like damn candy ladies everywhere, everywhere. but the thing i was thinking that i was recognizing was like yo i've never been to a hood that got two candy ladies Mm-mm. every hood got one candy like it's that's a turf it's a monopoly in the area can't do they get together and decide this uh <laughs> have there been street wars or it's like a candy lady mafia like Come are on. they enforcers or is there a protection racket like this is what my zone dog right leslie was like they like highlanders <laughs> they can only be one <laughs> in the neighborhood i was like yo i never thought about that before but that is a straight up because it was one yeah that is that is a straight up um black like black ass conversation that we had and i was like yeah i i don't know i don't even know if candy ladies still exist anymore i know now right? i don't i mean i'm not a kid i don't have any kids so i i don't know it's and even when i was a kid it wasn't like we told our parents to go to like you always supposed to sneak to the candy lady right you until you go after school kind right. of back ride on your way home take some of your lunch money and I, I used to spend my lunch money in a candy lady place and be eating number sugar all damn day and they used to stay with them damn uh stay with them them candies that you just can't find everywhere like sh- uh big daddies because you know everybody know about the sugar, sugar daddies, daddies but the motherfucking big daddies nigga and then one uh those uh those um those suckers that turn your whole mouth purple and shit mm-hmm. like y'all remember those that turn your mouth blue Mm-hmm. um and then ices like yeah you can get the ices although somebody did say in they hood they had an icy lady and a candy lady okay well then those two can exist because they right. kind of selling two different things mm-hmm. but you ain't got two icy ladies now do you nah you come don't on, have no nah. come on it's, it's only one it's like i i think they broke a deal i right, if you sell the candies i'll sell the ice and ice cream cool cool and then in my neighbor in my neighborhood after we because we used to live in uh like roseland for a little bit mm-hmm. and i used to go stay with my grandmama after school and stuff sometimes so my cousin and i would go to the candy lady and, and that was in the, the projects uh and we would go and, and by the way candy lady house always it's like a path to her house it's never just it's never like simple like oh yeah you just walk down the street mm-hmm. it's a third house mm-hmm. on the left that's, that's it's always like you gotta business. go through the woods and go behind their house into their backyard and get some candy I, how the fuck is that a thing because they live in a house sometimes like it's inside it's just inside a house but you never go in through the front door to get candy uh, no i don't blame them because you know you have all these kids running out somebody call the cops call the police on you know shit like that kids don't be thinking about that that's some adults think about like nah and it's one of those things where you know it's like the trap house you don't want everybody to know what a house is it's like a speakeasy or some shit like the juke joint oh anyway you slide right, up in like there the juke joint. and you know i uh 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 miss smart brought up a good thing say someone will probably run the numbers i don't know i know one time though i couldn't go to the candy lady in my neighborhood because i was best friends with her son and i mean they charge family too you can't just go in there and be like let me get a couple suckers but uh one time i watched him get a whooping with a hot wheel track and (laughs) uh, and an extension cord and then i felt like i that was my first boycott because i was like i can't be funding 
the abuse that goes on in your house dog i can't, I can't be helping your mama pay bills right no. my money can't you know i gotta boycott her and hope that my couple of dollars a, a day will make an impact on the inhumane treatment of her uh children slash employees so that was a I, I never went back to the candy lady house after seeing that i was like ooh, no no thank you um anyway uh, i don't know how we got on that tangent uh ina says um yeah oh because the interracial john recommend mm-hmm. us hi larius both of you and i think you're you sell yourself short it's marketed as a comedy podcast you two talk about stuff that needs to be discussed and i'm constantly challenged in good ways by your perspectives and now i'm going to continue listening to 1498 yeah i, I hear you man i mean we appreciate it for sure uh i still feel like we mostly a comedy show because um you know i i there's some people that talk about these things very seriously and right. they do to me they do a better job than us yes, like they do with their research and have experts on have experts right. on um like uh if you listen to like pod say to people or something you listen to l joy's uh sunday, uh si- sunday, sunday civics sunday. like you you see or is it civic sunday whichever oh, one it yeah. is uh yeah. you see people where you're like okay th- this is their area of expertise and they're like finding the people that you know i feel like i even with us being trying to be informed i hope people still take us with a grain of salt and realize that you know we're still doing a lot of comedy and social commentary and sometimes we don't know everything and Mm -hmm. sometimes we might get it wrong sometimes you know we got to get more information stuff like that so Mm -hmm. you know hopefully nobody takes us too serious but we're just two people giving our opinion but um you know we try to keep it light and funny uh where we can uh but we just don't want to ever run away from any topics because there's things that affect us as people as black people as americans and all this shit that i i would feel like uh i I just feel like they need to be addressed on the show correct uh be sure babe says five stars a great funny and insightful show you'll laugh you'll cry a little you'll get mad you'll learn and you'll laugh some more i love the blackout tips and their premium shows i've written a review before but i had to write another one i'm putting five more on it karen thank you rego eight uh one eight one nine says uh five stars i wouldn't be able to get through work without it Ryder can't cover it all terrible songs it's clown crimes sore ratchetness and they recap our favorite shows like game of thrones i listen every day and prioritize this show over everything else i'm listening to are you still reading this review stop and download an episode already thank you oh. haitian megan says five stars this show feels like family you will laugh you might cry but most of all you will relate i'm fairly new to this show and i'm at a loss as to why i didn't know about it sooner listening to rod and karen feels like hanging out with family rod's got jokes insights and a fresh perspective on issues that affect the country and its marginalized communities karen's got an amazing laugh and coming through and speaks her mind like only a black woman could and will have you saying speak on it karen <laughs> while your co-workers look at you crazy <laughs> listen to this show you will become premium in no time because you will need more time more of them in your life there hopefully uh i can sit back and she said there hopefully i can sit back at the back of the congregation and now uh i can sit back at the back of the congregation now and come to the front to judge the rest of y'all mm-hmm. yeah come, stop sitting in the back come to the front look at these motherfuckers that ain't putting nothing on it look at them sideways judge thee mm-hmm. k can says five stars isn't enough rod and karen i'm tired of being called out ah! i've been eating for free and finally paying my respects by dropping off these fives i've been listening for about eight months i hate i didn't know about it sooner shout out to what's the tea 
for put, bringing me to your doorstep i'm here now and i can't stop won't stop shout out to nick and reggie yeah you know what's funny i always assume that all of us just share all listeners so i'm like yeah they listen to this they listening to y'all but uh i and I, I love when people get put on via uh other other shows that we mm-hmm. mess with and vice versa like right. i love when i'm listening to somebody else's show and i hear the person right in and they're like yeah heard about you on the black autism like yes mm-hmm. like it's working you know what yes. i mean yes putting some positivity out there like it's working too many people don't fuck with each other because they worried about branding right or they worried about like you gonna take my listeners or you gonna get my credit or all this shit man i i know that it's still business it's still all that stuff but man it's nothing better to me the way i'm the way my mind works is right. nothing better than being like i help somebody find something they love even if what they love that shit more than me Correct. you know what i mean like I, every once in a while i'll see somebody kind of like shitting on another podcast but giving props to a podcast that they cool with and i'm always like that's weird but even still glad you found a home you right. know what i mean like everything ain't about uh us and everything ain't about other every you know like sometimes it's just about you as a listener man so you know if we too much beyonce for you and you ah! and you go find a home at another show good man congratulations like you ain't got a shit on us we got it we gonna be fine right. take take your one listen and and, and handle your business however you want to do it because i know i take i treat my one listen uh like a motherfucking uh like a dime in myself you know like mm-mm, you didn't you don't deserve me i know and i know? go somewhere else time is precious right so i feel you um uh rod and karen i'm tired oh yeah so uh she goes on to say i look forward to each daily podcast i'm extra gleeful when i can join live i love it all guess the race is my favorite game the puns are fun but that with that white people music and celebrity news segment gotta go i may have stockholm in that regard lol mm-hmm. you got it you love them in short this podcast funny witty insightful and thoughtful thank you for your voice time and efforts keep up the good fight your show has helped me expand my opinions and give me more talking points in these turbulent social and political times and now take these fives and scram thank you thank you we will scram thank you mm-hmm. it was a smiley face at the end it's just a joke but thank you uh all right we got comments on the actual website let's get up in here y'all uh episode 1498 what are we this is when me and cam had to put it all on the line and ask y'all as listeners to claim us in public okay i'm trying to tell you don't be shamed right no more no more getting uh getting the milk for free okay no more 2 a.m booty calls Mm-mm. amani says these other niggas ain't treating you right you know if i was your man i'd never leave y'all without a review i appreciate a beautiful podcast every day and every night ah! and you know i always vote in your polls too you deserve Roddy karen y'all will always be my five-star chick signed a multi-platinum wait a multi-platform five-star review real nigga i took care of you on itunes and stitcher only the finest things in life for my day ones thank you amani thank you that's what i'm talking about dog some appreciation around here <laughs> we want to feel loved too. Mm-hmm. the rest of y'all thank y'all good listeners but y'all just fuck niggas that thank y'all so good I'm just <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding uh have y'all left us a five-star review yes 82 percent said yes 18 percent said not yet and zero percent said i'm never gonna leave you a review thank you because that was a trick question if i would if that would have been any percent we was coming to find your ass <laughs> right well, who are you <laughs> uh episode 1499 death wish 2017 uh we had uh five comments 
um and we just talked about random stuff uh let's see what y'all said in the comments though anonymous says rod i swear you are my east coast uh music twin you pulled out some 1991 master ace i love you for that thanks dog uh wolf girl says i'm disappointed in nick cannon and his views regarding r kelly his comments were so dismissive all i could think about is the fact that he has a five-year-old daughter if we are to believe him and his feelings about the matter then i it means to me that he would actually bring his daughter around r kelly does he not realize that his daughter would be prey to since once she reaches the quote-unquote age sickening yeah you know my thing is i think a lot of these people say stuff like that but they wouldn't let their kids be around r kelly correct there's i think a lot of people i don't like i don't there's a certain thing to black maleness where there's like i have to defend somebody because they're a black man too and i think a lot of times it's our first instinct i have that instinct sometimes where i'm like oh man they they going after this brother what did he do you know like reading the article hoping that it could be taken more than one way hoping this is not true hope you know like sometimes i have those moments the thing is the jury's been out on r kelly it's over like saying that now is more about your pride uh saying that whole it is none of my business type thing when you're a celebrity and you do talk about other celebrities and people's business all the time nick cannon has all kinds of social commentary on different issues Mm -hmm. when you say that stuff like that you absolutely do show people that there is a uh what's the best way to put it there's a there's a gap in your resume you know and when people don't take you serious later you can't ever just blame like you have to just take that l in my opinion because like to me it's stuff like this where i'm like so i'm supposed to listen to you on other matters but when it comes to r kelly it's just hey man uh you know john singleton hey he just got a lot of girlfriends right you know nick cannon but that's none of my business i mean damn he ain't been proven guilty type shit it's like come on man you know but nick cannon's already kind of been out there on some kind of hotel shit sometimes so i I don't know man it's it, it always like i know how a lot of black dudes look at stuff where it's like um damn it like i'm i'm hurt that this black dude's being attacked um and that's kind of where they leave it you know which is an emotional response i get it uh but for me i actually have this other level where sometimes it hurts me to see black men say or do something real fucking ignorant or something like this where i'm like damn that's a shame because it wouldn't take it really wouldn't help or hurt nick cannon's career to be like and honestly dog uh just like he could have just said don't don't ask me about r kelly or he could have said um look man um everybody knows what's up with that dude but i'm here to promote this book or whatever it was but instead it turns into kind of like a quasi defensive dude and i wish he hadn't done that you know shit happens all the time i'm just like damn i wish i wish stephen a smith hadn't come out and and made the argument about if a woman hit a man da 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 da. i wish he wouldn't have done it right what's the point you know nobody else is gonna be stupid enough to make that argument in a public space why the fuck would it have to be the black dude you know when i see ray lewis say some stupid shit that that's the that's the way i view life where i'm just like 
ray lewis you don't have to be the guy saying this stupid shit about kaepernick Mm -mm. but you chose to be i'm not the kind of person that goes i have to defend him now because he's black i'm the kind of person that's like well now that you said that i I have to let your ass walk that walk by yourself i'm not having a back with something i disagree with just because we both black that that seems silly to me anyway um nappy chulo says uh i saw detroit on opening night the entire theater was full of black folks of all ages i swear we all walked out to our car out <laughs> we all walked to our cars in complete silence at the end 100 yeah um it's gonna be interesting to see what people what that kind of critical acclaim that movie gets and stuff because i haven't re- i don't really read reviews and stuff so but i'm assuming it's probably getting pretty good reviews and i think for what it was trying to do uh m- i i would expect a lot of white people to like it um i would expect honestly i would expect a lot most black people that aren't in the like who directed this type you know like the movie industry like not critics or not online like critiques uh uh like people that are really heavily into race talking shit i would expect most of them to like it too so it's gonna be interesting because i think there's a niche of people that just will not fuck with that movie on any level uh like either black people that are like you know really pro-black as far as uh cinema and stuff and they're like look just we don't want white people telling these stories about black people um and and i can see them coming away with that i can see people coming away feeling like this is not a movie for black people to watch as much as it's a movie for white people to watch and sympathize with black people which you know i also would understand it's just it's a difficult watch uh to a certain extent for a lot of people but you know i found it to be a good movie not great but um i you know i don't have any commentary to add about whether white people can do black stories and shit that's to me that's a whole different fight and and one that's never gonna be won. and i don't know what the end result of that would look like so um but uh yeah it definitely fucked with people when we left it was most people were quiet it was not one of those you leave and you feel good or you leave and you talk or whatever like you leave and you basically it's it's like damn that that whole thing was fucked up and you know i I really think she could have done something with the ending by maybe adding a little bit of a hopeful montage or connecting the struggles of then to the struggles of now Uh, i think a black director probably would have to be honest um but at the same time for me personally it's not like that would have done anything you know it's like after you watched it we watched the james baldwin uh documentary uh biopic slash whatever documentary i guess we watched that last year Mm -hmm. and at the end they do a montage kind of of and then these movements led to the movements of black lives matter and stuff today Mm -hmm. and it does help you leave on a more hopeful note that these things weren't done in vain uh then then if they didn't do it you know what i'm saying if they just ended it with and now he did bye like it, it does it does make you feel a little differently but for me it's you know I, for my mind say uh the way i view the world it wouldn't have mattered either way anyway i did think the movie was good though i just i would like to reiterate i thought it was good uh but if it's like super emotionally triggering for you i could understand why you wouldn't watch it uh really dark knight says is there really a yearning in the streets to hear whack-ass thoughts of nick cannon is he trying to get some shine for this dumb shit he's always saying i just don't understand 
he's nick cannon he's hilarious klj75 says they are really trying to bring back death wish why who asked for this in 2017 and in all places chicago i hope it does terrible yeah we'll see because i'll probably be in the theater to tell you if it's bad <laughs> which i assume it will be oh it's gonna be real bad death wish 2017 good idea or bad idea was the poll five percent of y'all said good idea <laughs> which of course means 95 percent of y'all said this is a bad idea Max says if they aren't shooting this at the pumpkin patch riot or in the aftermath of the country concert, they're just going to keep up with the Chicago lawlessness theme. They could keep it. They're just going to keep get ginning this animus and fear up, huh? Later for that. Yeah, I guess I hear you. I hear you. I mean, you know what? I hear you. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, <laughs> somebody today on my twitter was talking about the uh charlottesville like white supremacy rally they doing out there and he was like yeah you know because a lot of this is the problem with the mainstream media and there was another black person and i was just like yeah man um what mainstream media endorsed slavery what mainstream media was around making people be evil during civil rights i'm like when are we going to accept that humans are mostly just evil and white people are in total in totality are fucked up and evil like maybe there's some good ones among them and all that shit but in general white people have been very very openly bigoted and historically terrible i don't think you need cnn to make them be that way i don't think fox news i don't think white people are okay and then fox news tells them something and they go outside and start getting tiki torches and scaring all the mosquitoes in charlottesville that's not how that works ah, they were mosquito free I'm, so those poor mosquitoes nobody thought about them Mm-mm. that's what i worry about think about that the mosquitoes yeah. must think them white people are fed up with them you know, thousands of mosquitoes dying mosquitoes don't know nothing about white nationalism hashtag mosquito lives matter they dying in the streets i might go up there without no off phone after they get done rallying just hang around outside some in a in a romper because ain't nothing gonna bite my thighs now i'm dead um but yeah it's anyway uh but yeah somebody was saying that and i was like yeah that's not an excuse like mainstream media and and they were like well i'm not trying to be confrontational i was like and i'm not either i just want you to understand like I, i gotta go get to work so i had to dip and but i was like like i don't have any ill will i'm not mad at you or nothing i just think our conversation isn't fruitful because it's just two people talking on the internet and whether we agree or not it's not going to change anything in the world and that's not dismissive of you or me just to be but it's just saying like we disagree slightly but what what else you know what else is there to talk about you know the more history i read the more shit i learn about the more i just be like um this feels closer to normal than you know the way people were acting under the like 2008 hope and change shit uh all right episode 1500 where was y'all at uh we had uh <laughs> some comments katrina favela says 100 for all of us where was y'all at couplets laugh my ass off ah! uh <laughs> come on man that was fun anonymous says that was an exceptionally terrible white people cover song oh my god <laughs> california love Ugh. that was one of the worst i ain't even gonna lie sometimes they be grooving and sometimes they like i right, but i think that one had to be one of the worst 10 
eric on uh eric on twitter told me it was california hate ah! i agree anonymous says jake ain't shit for that peak whiteness song laugh my ass off but that song flames uh we disagree about the uh definition of flames <laughs> max says where was i at i was shopping i was shopping in regular people grocery store minding my business but i guess he's just a kid <laughs> nappy chulo says filming your diss track videos at whole foods that's grass-fed beef oh. <laughs> Mm-hmm. and then after that he put i'm sorry but still <laughs> you still get it buddy you still get it mm-hmm. you deserve that one that was good cage free uh kjl75 says 1500 shows wow that's dope congrats keep up the good work i have to go premium when i get my money right Oh, that's an old Negro proverb right there. Na, 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 na. Wait till I get my money right. Mm-hmm. First verse of Kanye's uh, chapter in the Bible. Uh, there, the, the where was y'all at was the whitest thing ever laughed my ass off. He was really at a Whole Foods, right? He really was. Mm-hmm. Wonga five underscore five says congrats on 1500 shows ever since i heard rod on the evening jones say the cash should move to seattle i, I found your show uh it's been fun listening and watching the podcast growing to everything it is now you're both great people and look forward to listening to more greatness thanks man thank you Wonga. <laughs> that was funny man i pissed them motherfucking sports people off that day ah! <laughs> i was like yeah we can solve this right now just move to seattle oh man anyway <clears throat> where was y'all at uh is the poll uh <laughs> and it's a very simple poll where was y'all at out or at home 63 percent of y'all was at home so when jake was uh doing all that shit y'all was at home 37 percent says y'all was out when he was uh doing all the things with the children and oh, stuff man, jane m says i was listening to the podcast on my phone i had to stop and watch the replay of crowdcast where rod says this nigga rapping at whole foods i had to see you and karen's reactions and it did not disappoint rod your off the dome parody bars were 100 times better than the bar his bar the bars ah! i'm sure this wigger took several hours to compose laugh my ass off uh yeah yeah his 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 bars were struggleicious Kyle says he sounds like an old ass man when he raps. He does. <laughs> and he tried to do the mumble rap, but you can't do it if, if I can understand you. And then you're not mumbling. Yeah. Like, you, you could tell you were struggling with it. You need to put more gold in your mouth and some, do some lean if you're going to do that. <clears throat> mumble right. Episode 1501, wine and crackers with cheese. Mm-hmm. That was delicious. Uh, we, uh, <laughs> all the cheese gone still got some crackers you gotta buy some more cheese uh no thank you says what the fuck song was that oh that might have been california love oh you know what this is the one where we played california love okay i forget what the white people song was for uh, uh the other one yeah the other day tiffany says the california transplant and transplant in fuck-ass arkansas i'm highly offended I had to do what I have never done and turn down a blackout test for desecrating California love. As soon as I heard, let me welcome everybody to the wild, wild ah! west, I screamed, oh, hell no. And I turned down the episode. And when she moved on to 
out on bail fresh out of jail i screamed i refuse rod i'm going to need some reparations for this one sorry tiffany (laughs) i'm not giving no reparations i ain't own no slaves Amani says wine and white people has become my favorite show of the week but nigga that cover that was a hate crime mm-hmm. <laughs> shannon l says so i've been living a strange life this summer and i've been missing some episodes my commute is so long come september that it's all good I- i'm gonna catch up in the week one damn i'm 10 minutes into this episode and all i have to say is oh my god i missed you guys oh thank, thank you, you. Eve says the California Love cover had to be the worst cover you've ever played. I, I don't even think he got any of the words. It was she got any of the words. Please tell me what I have to do to make these stops. I'm throwing myself in your mercy. No, Eve, you gonna take it? How the fuck y'all supposed to win in the revolution and y'all can't even motherfucking take a, a white people cover song? Y'all gonna show up at the Nazi rally, <laughs> ready to punch people in the face. They gonna break out into California love, and then they gonna get their acoustic guitars, and all y'all gonna start balling on the ground. But you know who <laughs> won't be balling on the ground? The listeners who listen to the Black Gal Tips, and we took this punishment <laughs> we read so that it. we trained, so that we could take the pain and punch these Nazis in their motherfucking face. <laughs> That's what I do for you. <laughs> and take the acoustic acoustic guitars and make some real music i'm the mr miyagi of the revolution y'all don't even know i'm strengthening y'all right now show me sand the floor <laughs> go show it <laughs> show me wax on wax off exactly show me paint defense <laughs> i'm teaching y'all self-defense and y'all don't even know it you welcome <laughs> show me play the guitar <laughs> show me cover the earmuffs show me <laughs> Show me turn the volume down. <laughs> Show me skip ahead 30 seconds. We're going to use that to punch them in their face. Uh, the poll is, if you can put the crying Jordan meme on a white person, is that blackface? Yes or no? 14% of y'all say yes. That's not the same. Oh, y'all play too much. 86 said no. Come on, man. <laughs> that white man was sensitive as shit. You know, you know, you want the Republicans that don't care about racism any other time Mm-mm. till it was me. Uh, episode fifteen oh two, we had the crew from the firestarter.com podcast on uh, two of the three at any rate, and we reviewed Game of Thrones. And damn, y'all left ten comments. Y'all was feeling this. Well, I had a good time with them. Mm-hmm. I seen y'all on Twitter already. And keep in mind, we did this show a day later than normal. It probably would have got even more comments if uh we had done this shit on wednesday right so i mean motherfuckers was straight up uh loving this man we appreciate y'all and our chat room was popping it was a lot of people in there mm-hmm. um i don't know i can't tell y'all how much that means to me man because right. like i really uh value that friendship and relationship with those dudes mm-hmm. and we and, and i felt like behind some some really callous uh quote-unquote journalism where they uh not giving people credit not doing enough research right um, not having journalistic integrity yeah the kind of riffs in uh the online kind of black twitter community which i mean they already exist but it was kind of highlighted during that time mm-hmm. I, you know uh the amount of people that really tried to egg on like some type of beef and shit every time we do something together i always feel uh inspired and positive man because it really makes me believe that you don't have like not everything is about agreeing on everything 100 percent, but mm-hmm. also like some of this shit people talk a good game about like i ain't into this cancel culture and 
what you make one mistake it's like this or y'all if you disagree get the fuck out of my face and all that shit and people really do hype each other up and and, and promote that kind of stuff but mm-hmm. i i don't think that's what we do here at the blackout tips mm-hmm. and i would hope that um you know that uh stuff like this can inspire people to not be as rigid because it's you know it, it's just it just i'm just glad i'm just proud of how it worked out man there's some yes. and there's some really good people to to uh you know to uh just for for that too you know mm-hmm. like it's not just uh us or our listeners or their listeners or whatever it's it's also just the fact that they good people to to even be like cool you know what i mean like it took a lot for uh all that shit to work out so those are my you know still my favorite podcast but also is one of my you know so those are my favorite episodes we get to talk and cut up and just do nigga shit talk about game of thrones man it's so fun and i know and i know it's infectious because so many people hit us up the next day and they'd be like oh my god this joke that joke this black reference that you know uh you know you never know what though like i i'm listening and i'm participating in the conversation but i'm also laughing my ass off because they so funny to me <laughs> like and i don't know what they're gonna say either so like when tom said that like white privilege then that shit cracked me the fuck up because i was like came out left field. yeah i was like, <laughs> like it's anyway man i'm glad people could feel it is what i'm saying mm-hmm. excuse me uh at anarchy damon nova says l is for lannister it is come on they also put the l in flambe because them niggas got cooked oh, flambe how you want to pronounce it <laughs> far says hey quick point of information Arya sword needle is valerian still so the dagger just adds to her arsenal uh-uh oh. no it's not it's not no it's not Forrest. Mm-mm, oh, brother God. that sword is not valerian still okay i looked this up i know my boy let me tell you something my head got hot a little bit just now reading this because i know my valerian ah! that one ain't it um and respect my uh habisha responded how about beth responded and said needle really isn't valerian still needle was forged by mickey and winterfell as a gift from john to Arya. i think the dude who reforged the ice into uh ice into winter windows windows well and oath keeper is the only one in westeros who can work with valerian still uh let us recap karen rider five starter crew you did not disappoint thank you so much thank you for sure man and uh also it's gonna be interesting though because like if some by some miracle that sword turns out to be valerian still um they they definitely haven't set that up in the show like there's nothing they've said in the show to make us think that uh i think it's just regular ass metal uh just iron um but now she got valerian dagger so maybe she can use that brooklyn shoe babe says god damn god damn god damn i love your god, game of thrones reviews your metaphors and puns had me on the bus laughing so hard that i look crazy when you said that there, that dragon fire had some have made dudes as ashy as twitter niggas defending little duvall in the breakfast club i nearly hollered i had ah! to, i had to shove my whole fist in my mouth thank you jesus be careful out there i wonder why choking but yeah i'm you glad you enjoyed it bus. glad you enjoyed it mm-hmm like sometimes when i because what i do is i rewatch the episodes and then i try to come up with my jokes and but i want the story to be accurate and shit and that's that's really where i try to insert the jokes so that was one i wrote before we even started the show but then when you bounce off of the you had that good chemistry and everybody bouncing off each other like some of the jokes just come on the fly and and and, and stuff so but thank you Amani says, Jamie up here charging a goddamn dragon like Leroy Jenkins. I need him ah! to
to get captured and brought back to danny on some suddenly i'd like to leave your island that battle scene was everything i've wanted for seven years from dragons to dothraki ghost riding the horses and speaking of fights i've been saying brian had the number one resume on the show but for Arya to come at her like that she done leveled up when Brienne put her, the feet to her, it looked like when you play too much and hurt your little brother fighting, she was looking around like, please don't tell Mama Sansa. <laughs> right. For clarification, the Second Sons was a mercenary group that they hired to kill Danny. Oh, that's who did it. That's okay. the crew Dario rolled with. Oh. Uh, okay. Okay. I didn't know that. The, the Golden Company are supposed to be the best mercenaries in the world, and George said he used to fight with them in season four i've seen a uh, few people think needle is valerian still but that was just something john made for her before he left there's no way he just happened to have some lying around p.s i definitely peeped the pride shit danny said the same thing john told to mance raider when he wouldn't bend the knee to save the wildlands mm, that's a good yeah that's true that's true john it's funny man john has some wilding in him like that time he spent around the wildlands it really rubbed off on him because there's certain traits where you're like you could tell he don't like he understands the wildness that's why he's able to bring them together because mm-hmm, he know how it feels to quote-unquote really be free if that makes sense when everybody else is still under rules and regulations yeah and i think he also learned uh the cost of propaganda because he had heard all these negative fucked up things about the wildness like they not really like that mm, right you know maybe the threads but that was that was those like I don't know when the last time we've seen the thran those i think that's what they were called those people that eat motherfucking people and shit Uh ev says i gotta say if i was mirror i would have tipped brand out of his wheelchair and said reclaiming my time and then i'd be out that bitch he could have at least pretended to be grateful and anonymous just says ha 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 uh mac says all right a few more thoughts on this i really want john signs of aria and brand to catch up with what the hell has happened to them since they've been apart they really need to get this stuff out in the open so they can understand each other's perspectives and new skills that could be used in the battles to come and brand needs to hurry up and tell john he's not really a snow yeah the only thing with that is john um john uh i mean not john brand be talking in riddles and shit i don't even know if they'd understand them also this makes up a good point though if brand tells john he's not a snow does that immediately make sansa the ruler of the north which is something i don't think people have considered like once he knows this information then sansa can be like well you can't be king i'm the i'm the queen now you know i'm the captain now uh i don't think it was a spy that called cersei to send the scorpion i just think she's a next level strategist partially due to her father uh there wouldn't have been time for spies to let them know that danny changed her mind and was flying a dragon out there and the scorpion was already in place cersei's just a g uh one you can never say there wouldn't be time on this show because they've sped up the time um this season so like literally a raven could have been sent ahead um or something like that um or just the fact that you know maybe cersei just told them to always stay prepared with the scorpion or whatever um the thing i will say though is this uh i wouldn't be shocked if there was a spy and i wouldn't be shocked if there wasn't i don't think my cersei they have not built cersei up as a master strategist she is mm-hmm. not that she thinks She's very short term motion yeah she thinks very short term uh if it does turn out to be a spy i wouldn't yeah i like that wouldn't be a surprise to me i just would be i just want to know who it is um but you're right it doesn't have to be <clears throat> but she's not a next level strategist and she never has been 
or if it is it's somebody mm-hmm. else that's actually getting information and moving on and not her yeah right it could be maybe jamie is talking to Tyrion secretly or something who knows yeah. um but or that crazy scientist dude that actually made it might actually, yeah he might actually find out you know him and varus might be talking we right. don't know we don't know is my point but sure i mean it doesn't have to be a spy but i'm just saying we can't use the excuse of well it wouldn't have been time because they sped time up so fucking fast to get through these seven i mean shit you know just a year ago when there were 10 episodes danny saying i was i'm leaving and danny showing up would have probably been two or three episodes later right you know they just they don't have time they can't fuck around no more uh he says uh it's about time for jamie to get a fight get a fighting hand built he needs one with a blade or a hook or a shield or something that can be used in fighting yeah he's gonna be mr Hyman. man no he need one of them coasting hands mm-hmm <laughs> one of the, uh from ages of shield yes uh y'all were killing the puns and metaphors today i'm about to rewatch this joint thanks man max says and leslie jones recast on late night with seth Myers our trip watch her watch her watch this episode with varus is funny uh it's a nine minute clip so check it at y'all leisure i watch everything on one and a half speed so i'm a quicker listener uh listen yeah i might check it later but mill says quick bit of game of thrones info the golden company is the mercenary outfit that dario naharis spelling came from that when danny sent him away presumably he went back to them if they get called into fight for Cersei, it will be interesting if Dario's still in the mix. Emil. So was it the Golden Company or was it the um what what was the one that Essos? The no, hold on. The Golden Company of Essos is the name of them, but the okay. second sons was who Dario was with. Um I don't know. I'll look that I you know, I'll I'll try to maybe wiki that later and figure out the confusion on that or go back and watch uh that episode because i know dario was with the second sons i just didn't remember who the fuck the assassin that tried to kill um uh the khaleesi was from i thought i, I thought for some reason i did not think uh the assassin was from the second sons that tried to kill danny but you know clearly it's been a long time i probably just forgot uh was this episode top five game of thrones episode ever for you yes or no yes 92 percent said yes and eight percent said no but uh i would assume it's still somewhere near the top but that's that's pretty high percentage 92 percent of people and we in season seven Mm, that's that yeah it's in my top five yeah that's 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 pretty cool um all right we got some emails let me do these um let's see what is this one um all right delete that i already looked at that oh leonard brothers right said congrats on 1500 my nicks hey thanks hammy uh much love and respect due to the great ride karen for 1500 episodes of the blackout tips podcast i was first introduced to ride via bomani jones and the morning jones radio show years ago i was able to catch the last few months of that show and fell in love with it the first time i heard it ride from charlotte was one of the many regular callers who i quickly became a fan of in addition to Bo and his producers Corey and sasha folks like rod mike hitman stacy from brooklyn and others made this new to me uh satellite sports radio uh sports talk radio show um i had just come across such a pleasure to listen to the morning jones was something i didn't even know i was looking for until i found it rod was a big part of that anyway along the way i learned that he had a podcast and found out his name at the time the blackout tips was in my in the was in the 100s my first episode of the blackout tips was 178 
i remember going back a couple episodes to try to catch the vibe of the show and to try to get to know karen as well i've been listening ever since in the years i've been a fan of the show i've learned laughed, thought and felt pretty much every emotion i could feel while listening i've also made real life connections with people and been introduced to uh, many other podcasts i've also been fortunate enough to kick it with Ryder karen in person a few times and i even been a guest on the show as well i'm gonna wrap this up now but to these two great people i just want to say thank you thanks for all the things that you have done for me and all the people that you that they they touched throughout through the podcast and social media we're all better people because of blackout tips whether we know it or not sorry (laughs) uh congrats on 1500 episodes and here's the 1500 more one love my nigg salute to you both peace thanks leonard thank you leonard that was sweet right don't just call just trying to make me cry up in here man you know it's hard to read that block of text you could put some spaces in it <laughs> paragraph indent something brother <laughs> uh lee says uh congrats on 1500 episodes hey rod and karen just wanted to send a big congrats to you guys on recording 1500 and now 1501 episodes of your amazing podcast thank you guys for being you and i know i'm not the only one who wants to thank you guys for helping your listeners be better people each and every day thank you for your compassion thank you for your like thank you for your love all the best trey underscore swindu p.s also rod i wanted to give you a heads up that bruce lee's daughter shannon started a bruce lee podcast based around her dad's notes and writings on wisdom and a bunch of other topics really informative if you get a chance to check it out what's the name of it hit me with the name of it shoot me on uh twitter bro yeah that sounds dope Mm-hmm. Dion says 1500 uh congrats on 1500 shows even more thank you for y'all thank y'all for 1500 shows y'all are a staple in my life and i ain't never even seen y'all but y'all are definitely family keep it up good things for both of y'all db trail thanks dog thank you baby appreciate you Dion. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> greg says tbgwt congrats on 1500 episodes with uh the um the emoji for the, the party celebration thanks man thank you john says brand dear Ryder karen i thoroughly enjoyed your recap of spoils of war i was re-watching this episode and caught the fact that brand was reunited with aria he told her that he thought she was in king's landing because cersei was on her list that suggests that brand can't see everything but he can't see some things i think karen's theory is more correct and this also makes storytelling sense because if brand could see everything then he could just solve all the future problems anyway just wanted to share that with y'all love the show um yeah you know what even what you saying that i don't know i really don't know what brand candy can't do because i went back and rewatched that scene on purpose after you, i read this email uh yesterday and he says i saw you at the crossroads i thought you were going to head for king's landing so it does sound like he can he saw her at this pivotal decision point he did but yeah he didn't know where she was after that right so i you know like he said it comes to him as flashes he can't make sense of it all um you know brand's powers i'm sure gonna be a huge plot device mm-hmm. and also there's the fact that you can and can't like because now you can conveniently just write into the script like and suddenly brand understood everything that was fucked up with Littlefinger, or suddenly uh or maybe there's a reason he can't tell somebody their future because it'll change their future right and maybe certain events have to happen a certain way and it doesn't matter whether he loves you or not you know i could anyway i could understand all that stuff is all i'm saying um all right uh last one lakita writes in hey rod and queen karen 
after being collectively shamed last week because i had never seen insecure i watched the first episode of youtube on youtube and girl yes i loved it and i knew i would i watched the episode and said it's a me isa is me and i am isa <laughs> it's a me uh and uh the only black person i the only black person in the office check folks consistently telling me that i sound like a white girl check and what is that often and unintentionally aloof yes please and although i'm Issa, i love molly and can't wait to see how that character develops so now i'm trying to figure out if i could should buy each episode on google or pay hulu the 15 extra dollars a month decisions decisions oh yeah if you cut the cord maybe yeah Maybe, did they sell hbo go separate yet they do they do that's why the how much is that so amount? i'm not sure but that's mm-hmm. why numbers are so high because they they actually you can actually do the app and you can mm-hmm. actually watch live through the app now i'd also like to address the star situation i want to give them and you guys definitely deserve give them and you guys definitely deserve them but i feel dumb because i have no idea how to go about it i know i can do it on itunes but anything with that little i in front of it confuses me so i don't engage i also hear you guys mention stitcher i don't know what that is is there something where else i can go to drop you guys a few five star comments i would certainly like to do my part all right well the itunes one is probably the easiest mm-hmm. you can just google how to leave an itunes review mm-hmm. and they'll actually they have a tutorial where they'll show you step by step mm-hmm. um and that's probably the easiest way if you really want to leave one uh with stitcher you can just google the black guy who tips stitcher and it'll take you to our page on stitcher and the latest 10 to 15 episodes will be on that page right you scroll down on that page and it says um reviews and right above reviews it says write a review and you can put five stars and then type it in and uh you gotta give them your email address and i believe they actually email you to confirm they do so you do need to give a valid email address and then once you confirm they post your review like a couple days later and you can leave as many reviews as you want to on stitcher but itunes you can only leave one if you delete that review and post and like change it you can repost the review to go to the top but same thing you can just leave the one review it's not a new review Mm-mm. lastly i wanted to ask you guys have you ever heard of the cambodian leader uh cambodian leader pol pot uh who led an anti-intellectual genocide for four years in the 70s i asked because i only recently learned of it and it scared the shit out of me because 1975 to 1979 uh was literally yesterday yet this man was able to get the rural people and countrymen to believe that the educated and the elite were the reasons that for their economic hardship go in the cities and brutally murder or enslave over a million people they killed so many uh so many people and discarded their bodies into the fields that f- the fields were appropriately dubbed the killing fields oh yeah i saw that movie but i was so young i didn't know what the fuck that shit was about that shit was just scary um i reiterate this happened 42 years ago doesn't that anti-intellectual rhetoric sound real familiar these days come on wasn't obama always called elite for being very educated as though that was a problem scary yeah you want to know what's scary about that to me though in america because i don't know that that would happen but it's whack to me that racism is so strong with people that they'll be like obama was elite but yet they support donald trump because he represents white eliteness and and i don't mean that in like he's so smart or not or educated but just mm-hmm. if you look at the way he presents his life no matter how much dead he in or whatever he presents it like he's a one percenter you know it's what is that shit trumps everything that racism trumps all that people keep talking about the angry uh white working class that's gonna be mad at the rich people 
i'm like it's not gonna happen because if they were truly upset about rich white people then they wouldn't vote for a rich white person in trump you know if that's what they really were about they're not about that but people keep falling for this shit hook line and sinker but uh we'll probably talk a lot about politics tomorrow because i have a lot of shit i want to get off my chest but uh i'm gonna save it for tomorrow rather than uh make this uh feedback show an extra hour because right. i'm mad as fuck um anyway sorry for the long email i always felt i always feel it's necessary to let you guys know how much i love y'all and y'all are my peoples in my head all man thank you we love you back thank you Mm -hmm. uh lakita p.s uh you don't have to read this part if you don't want to i want to read it i'm gonna read it okay i you wrote it and i'm gonna read it Mm -hmm. i do want to uh i was listening to one of your appearances on crown and collars and the misconnection was a man looking for a disabled woman i also have ms and i believe it and believe it or not it does feel great to be able to connect with someone on such a specific level and you and karen didn't laugh uh, I know that he meant no harm and I feel absolutely no ill will towards him and I can see how it might be funny to someone else but I love that you two that you and Karen saw the honesty and humanity in that person because um, you're just downright cool people. Here's my virtual hug for that. Oh, Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I remember that. I do remember. I was like, uh, I'm not laughing at this. Because uh, I kind of was looking at that misconnection almost like when uh, if you black and you want to date somebody that's black because you want y'all have shared experiences if you're i don't know whatever specific thing or and especially with medical shit man like look um not er, a lot of well-meaning people think they can be quote unquote ready for that life but then when they start looking at all the things that it entails to have to deal with or relate to those issues they might not have it in them they just think they did and love don't really conquer everything for everybody all the time Mm-mm. uh not to mention i think that misconnection if i'm not mistaken it wasn't necessarily a romantic misconnection i think he was just like i would like somebody to kick it with and talk to and you know hopefully they had they're dealing with the same things i'm dealing with so we can have this connection so um yeah you know i it's always that thing where um and i think this is a it happens to everybody like um and, I, and i'm sure it's happened to us on this show we've yeah, done 1500 episodes so so this time, isn't shade baby. to anybody yeah, don't put me on a phone. yeah I, I remember there was an episode where we had uh jess wood on and she made a joke about like something God, i cannot remember the joke but i you know jess wood she she you know she's uh zany over yeah, the top like love. and that's what make her her if that makes right sense. like right. genuine and all that shit yes. but you know sometimes jess will say some shit where you just like woo glad i didn't say that shit because i don't want to deal with the fallout that comes with telling people that that's a joke or whatever but she made some joke and i remember someone wrote us wrote uh wrote to us about it and they were talking about like um you know you guys laughed at that and um you know y'all didn't tell her i think you know what it might have been like she said the word handicapped instead of disabled and honest to god i swear to god i did not know one term was offensive and one wasn't me either. I, I i keep you know to keep it real I mean, we're still growing like everybody else and i'm y'all. not up on everything all the time Mm-mm. and so i didn't even know that that was fucked up to say people probably listen to this right now like that's fucked up to say i didn't know and i also don't you know i'm not here to defend it or what admonish it whatever i just did not know um and once i was told i was like cool i will try my best to use the word disabled 
rather than handicap if that's you know if that's something that uh you know is is insulting like my intention is never to just come on and just be fucking insulting people like look at me i'm so edgy but like honestly i didn't i didn't have the tools i was not equipped to even know that that was fucked up right Mm -hmm. um and so this person emailed me and um they were like and y'all laughed at this joke and i was like yeah i probably laughed because i mean one she is very funny but also sometimes i laugh when i'm like shocked i laugh when i think like holy shit this person just went over the top or holy shit that you know like you're saying something that i just didn't expect but i'm like I, it's not always an endorsement when i laugh at something so now i no, laugh at not. shit and i'm like that's terrible that's fucked um, up. but the point anyway the point being like uh i think every podcast everything everything involving comedy people have these 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 uh these spots where you don't know or see shit and you don't necessarily understand other people struggle all the time and the way that these things affect their lives and what it means to them um and then also to a certain extent sometimes you're just not gonna care and and you can't make everybody care and everybody's not gonna care about everyone all the time and i'm sure there's certain shit if you brought up to me i would laugh at it but it's actually like the worst thing that happened in somebody else's life and i'll be like that's not a real problem you know what i mean like i've had those where i'm like i refuse to care about like if if some white person <laughs> said i don't know uh you know i was picked on by black kids in the hood when i was growing up and that's why i'm racist today i'll be like i don't give a fuck about that and that really did affect their life they really got I, they really got bullied it probably really was fucked up but i would legitimately be like in the spectrum of problems i don't care about your problem and that's fucked up to a certain extent but i'm willing to admit that that's fucked up and just be like i'll probably never care about that shit um so everybody has their lines so i think in that discussion um that we had on crowded callers it was like to me i was just looking at it like if a person wrote this and that's their real experience and they're not lying you gotta assume they're telling the truth i don't see what would be necessarily funny about it uh as far as picking on them you know what i mean like i it it might sound funny uh if if we knew that person was lying or catfishing then maybe because then it's like this nigga's dangerous very you know what i'm like he's trying to catch somebody in in a position where they might not be able to defend themselves but very right yeah yeah it just never came off funny to me but at the same time i admit that there's plenty of shit that has been funny to me that it's probably just as it's fucked up in some way that that's what i'm saying i i laugh at a lot of in, inappropriate or inappropriate however you want to say it shit right. so you know it's one of those things where it, it and it varies it, it really really does this one of the things where we're not on nobody's pedestal and the thing is you have to you know you listen for things and everybody responds differently and yeah i laugh at a lot of inappropriate and fucked up shit so i'm no better than nobody else most people do most right. people most people no matter what situation you are in laugh especially, at shit that's inappropriate especially when you first start out and especially until you start getting more listeners because i think uh one of the things i i shouldn't say okay i hope i would hope that a lot of people that say stuff and they get a podcast that the more popular they get 
the more feedback they get and the more they at least consider other perspectives you can't i've seen it happen to people you know i've watched it happen to people like everybody's first few podcasts all sound the same for me anyway it's all i'm an asshole i don't care i don't see i don't give a fuck about nothing look if it's funny it's funny like everybody's show starts off the same way sometimes i actually will wait uh like 30 40 episodes before i tune into certain people's shows because i'm like you actually need to get some feedback that is more than just people telling you i'm on your facebook page and i'm your friend and everything you do is the greatest thing in the world uh sometimes you need somebody to kind of pull your you know pull your uh sleeve a little bit you know not not too much i mean hopefully a friendly tug but sometimes you need people to be like hey just kind of think about this thing you said you know um i remember there was an episode of uh insanity check i went on and we had a discussion where they were talking about the whole like trans panic thing mm-hmm. and you know the same thing straight guys centering themselves as you know what would you do if some woman tricked you and stuff and we had this conversation that wasn't a fight but it you know i was like yeah i i can't i won't be bothered by that and what's most important is this person's trying to protect their safety and that is more important to me than my pride and yeah i know that's not popular and that's gonna make it sound like you everybody you're right nigga but i legitimately believe that i'm not gonna harm somebody threaten somebody or whatever based off of especially the scenario you're painting where i actually care about this person who actually cares about a person and then harms them that way you know what i mean it just sounds i don't know it sounds fucked up to me but it wasn't like because i'm having a woke competition or you niggas better agree with me it was just one of those things where it's a natural conversation and i i would always like to be the kind of person that wouldn't run away from something like that if you know if we're having a conversation and we do disagree i don't ever want to like be scared or peer pressured into not saying how i feel so yeah i go on people's shows to have a good time karen goes on people's shows to have a good time and we're not laughing it's not to be like because our brand it's just we might not find it funny and we know we've had people on our show to go through the same thing because not everything we say is uh it, it, don't be funny to everybody know, it's, it's not and it's it, like i said and it's one of those things where as oh like you say uh and i've seen it happen to us and i've seen it happen to other shows as you do your show you grow you evolve you consider other people's opinions you know outside of your own kind of personal bubble like roger said before um and as shows go on they evolve and every show evolves and every show changes the host grow you would hope hosts grow you would hope hosts change right and i've seen people where if you do some of their shows now they literally don't even sound like the same person i've yeah. I've, I've listened to shows where dudes was like fucking ash central right. like you were like god damn you need all the lotion to now they're they're almost to the opposite end of the spectrum because they've had talked to women they've evolved they've opened up and listened to opinions and things like that and um i think that that's kind of a part of the process and a part of the growth but like i say we're not special we also do laugh at inappropriate shit on new session yeah okay i'm going to the next session hold on one second guys give me one second we'll be right back um but yeah yeah, i think you it's natural and i think your audience grows with you Mm mm-hmm um i think you know hopefully if you're doing it right your fans will grow with you if you're uh being you know if you're being genuine and honest hopefully people can at least respect it you know Mm -hmm. um 
uh and there's always like this call to kind of stay and remain kind of ignorant to not care about other people there's always this you will always find supporters that are like look whatever you do is right all the time and to me that's like i love that people have our back but i also kind of resist the idea of like we could never be better we can never improve we can never learn anything because i feel like that's that's stupid and i think a lot of people if they have any heart will look back at a lot of this shit and be ashamed of that you know sometimes i look back at, at, at other stuff than jokes and stuff i've made and even if it's not shame it might be like a certain level of like humility at the fact that look i was wrong about that or me too i'm glad i i'm glad i came around on that i'm glad i learned for that you know um like i remember and this isn't one of those things that's like so embarrassing or whatever but stick because a lot of people still say this but and people feel this way but i do remember being like man i don't care if you gay or whoever you married is if i'm not fucking you what do i care but the truth of the matter is i do care i think you should have to say rights as me to marry any consenting adult that you choose for whatever reason you choose so i do care so i don't and i don't want i don't care nigga on my side to be honest you know like when it's my shit i don't want somebody to be like uh you know what black lives matter all lives matter chinese matter i don't give a fuck if it matters all the lives matter to me that's kind of what i was saying without realizing it you know so it's like a little embarrassing to look back and think about that shit but that's uh i think a lot of people find themselves in that ship and we just happen to have our shit all recorded for people to go back and hear those moments and hopefully years from now i'll look back at some of the things i think now and be like i could have been better about that and whatnot you know because that don't mean i'm learning and then i'll continue to learn uh i think it's scary to learn in front of a bunch of people and it's scary to learn with the internet out there and people feeling like they can always hold your bad moments against you forever but you know what man the same way i'm not gonna be scared to punch one of these nazis in the face i'm not gonna be scared of the fact that i fucked up uh before or might fuck up in the future it's just it is what it is and uh you just gotta try to do your best yeah yeah and also it's one of the things too where yes i've even said some um some cringe version jokes and sometimes i ain't gonna lie i just feel like well i don't care yeah 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 you know so sometimes you say shit and you just don't care right who it hurts and who it offends because the thing about comedy there's always a victim on on the on the end of it and that's something that people need to understand Oh, every joke right so the other thing too is sometimes people don't they don't recognize that we all have different lines because the thing for me that i think most people probably they they hear it but they they shrug it off but when i say i laugh at fucked up shit when i say i laugh at i listen to and consume things i don't agree with but i find funny Mm -hmm. i mean it right you know like it's not just like i will still if that like if i was sitting in a room with uh with dave Chappelle, like my favorite comedian all time if i was sitting in a room with him i'd be like dog what you saying is fucked up and this is why but if you know it's fucked up and you don't care i don't there's nothing else for me to do you know what i mean like that all i can ask for people is what you put out into the world to understand the impact it has at this point there's no way he doesn't understand his transphobic bullshit is not only like kind of juvenile um and getting a lot of backlash because i don't even feel like those jokes are normally that well thought out it doesn't seem like they're really part of his set that he truly thought about in a lot of cases um but you know at the same time if he has made that decision that's he's a human being i can't stop him from making that decision but 
i still find a lot of the shit he does to be funny yes sir. you know what i mean so like i i feel like that's the way my mind operates is i can watch a tv show about a dude shooting up a police station but in my line I, but i can also be like if if someone really shot up a police station i'd be like that was wrong correct that's how i operate and i think most people operate that way but with the advent of the internet and social media and branding a lot of people try to act like they don't and uh it's disingenuous but also um it's kind of like you can kind of see when people are being full of shit Mm -hmm. and i just Mm -hmm. don't ever want to be full of shit right and not sincere right right so that's you know that's why i would leave it man uh but yeah just as long as you ain't full of shit i guess uh yeah hopefully that's what people take from this right and and, and at the the end of the day we love them over there at crown and college like they're my people oh yeah 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 yeah. i mean like i said it was an awkward moment on the show but it was it was real and you know even and even i think i can't remember exact but even jeremy was like yeah i see what y'all saying like it wasn't like it then became a fight right and it wasn't like we did that that was months ago there was like we did that show it was like ah well people hear this they gone like nah it was like that's still our dog um right you know awkward moments happen on a live show even hill yeah i know we've done it i know we've had it shit i've had shit where i make jokes and then at the end of our got to come back and be like all right but seriously though listen this shit is wrong and it needs to stop because yeah, I, know, I know i just did a 10 minute riff about right. this shit but truthfully right. you know let's let i want to put a psa out there y'all listen kicking children in the face not funny seriously not not funny but i'm gonna tell you right now i will kick your baby in the face for black pepper doll right so it's like that but um all right i think that's it man i hate we started a new session for just six minutes but uh ah! it's all good we'll be back sunday um uh so look out for us tomorrow yes um there's a new episode of nerd off from yesterday mm-hmm. there's new balls deep this week new pregame already on the feed um we were guests on podcast i was on a ratchet ramblings which is on the C- speaking of Jeremy on mm-hmm. cspn network uh we recap love and hip-hop and basketball wives from oh, two weeks ago that was so good yep um karen was on the strain uh recap on podcast fandom with uh a project fandom uh crew and and nina perez um and i i don't know why i feel like i'm forgetting something i don't know why i feel like i'm forgetting something but hopefully i'm not forgetting something but yeah we were we were we everywhere y'all we out in these streets on these podcasts okay so make sure y'all check us out uh until next time i love you i love you too